0: Hello everybody, this is Michelle. I hope you're having an an amazing day. Uh, So I've gotten a few requests for this topic. Uh, I just wanna give a big shout out to to my friend Carla. Uh, Thank you for your suggestion for this topic. Uh, And and so it's not just Carla, but several people have been asking me lately, um, how do you deal with somebody when you're trying to figure out what to do with them as far as, do you continue on with the relationship or do you take a break? Um, Do you let them loose? And I've got a few things that I might be able to share with you. Um, It it is such a, a very broad kind of idea. And it really how you go about it depends on your relationship and on your goals. Um, But let me just speak to a couple different ideas. So the first thing, let's say that there's somebody that um, you're really having a hard time with, but yet you can't really cut your losses and run. Okay, so this would be, um, you know, let's say if you're very committed to your spouse, right? Or if it's a child of yours, um, unless they are harming you, or intentionally hurting you in some way or breaking the law or crossing some boundary that you absolutely are not okay with the only way to really deal with them without cutting your losses is to remind yourself of their maybe lower level of awareness okay so for those of you who would like to know more about that uh, i think a couple weeks ago i did an hour long session, um, episode on the podcast about the seven levels of awareness. So you'll want to go back to that and you'll want to listen to that again, or for the first time, if you haven't already. So you really want to remind yourself, okay, this person for whatever reason, they don't get it. Okay. So for example, um, if it's a child, you know, um, I'll just be honest here. Right now, my husband and I are are kind of struggling a little bit with our 12-year-old, right? And you expect that because they are not mature, okay? The problem is when they're 20 or 30 or 40 and you think that they should have matured by now, right? Or they should have what we call common sense, um, but they don't, okay? The only person that you can change is yourself. You can't change them. And so if this is one of those um, what I call high-stakes relationships where you have to have them I mean think about you and your boss right I mean if you want to get paid and you're not going to leave your job then you know this is a high stakes relationship and you have to remind yourself all the time that they're a lower level of awareness okay Um, also a great tip with folks like this if you're going to keep them in your life save your breath Okay, again, you can't change them. So think about all of the energy that you are expending in trying to get them to think differently or to act differently, right? What would happen if you put all of that energy into yourself? Into changing your thoughts, your words, your behaviors, your thinking, right? Okay, so let's talk about other people, though, because, and and oftentimes I do a teaching in my leadership courses on the law of the inner circle. So who you are in five years is largely determined by the people you hang out with and the books that you read or the podcasts that you listen to, okay? Um, And so if you think about who do you want to be in the next five years, and, and I would highly recommend that you really spend some time with that and think about who do you really want to be in five years? Do you want to be the person who shows up your, at your high school reunion and everybody says, oh, my gosh, you look the same or you look great or you, you act just the same? Or do you want to be the person that shows up and everybody goes, "Ooh, who is that? Right. OK, and I'm not just talking about your body. I'm talking about your mind and your soul. Um, So, uh, one thing that I often think about is, and I was really challenged in this area by John Maxwell several years ago. Uh, I was at an event, he was teaching this on this point, and I really started to think about who is in my inner circle. Who are my five closest people? And I realized that there's certain people in my inner circle who are um, maybe not making the cut, okay? They don't necessarily encourage me or support me or put my needs at the forefront, right? They, they have an agenda. Uh, and so I had to release a few people from my inner circle. And then there were other people that when I met them, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is a great person, right? And over time I realized they need to be in my inner circle. So those are the relationships that I've chosen to cultivate. But what do you do when you're trying to figure out, okay, do I spend less time with this person or do I, you know, kind of cut my losses and run? So, um, a great example I have a friend from when I was younger, um, and she and I were, were pretty close, uh, you know, kind of one of those on again, off again relationships, but yet somebody that I uh, really did try to keep in contact with. Uh, and, you know, life gets you, you start having kids and just different things happen, right? And I found that I was the one that was always kind of putting the communication out there, right? Hey, do you want to get together? Hey, let's get to get together here. Um, and anytime something would happen in this person's life, I would reach out and like, Hey, that's so amazing. I'm so glad. I'm happy for you. Uh, and I was noticing I wasn't getting that in return. Now we don't have relationships just so that we can, you know, we don't give just to get. That's not what I'm saying. Um, But I I had an aha moment when something very significant in my life happened uh, several years ago. And I reached out to to this person and um, I happened to be in a different part of the the nation uh, closer to where she lives. And I said, Hey, Uh, you know I'm here at this this event Um, this thing has happened Uh, I, I could really use your support and the only thing that I got back even though she was about 15 minutes of a drive away was all the reasons she couldn't come and help me and I was there for a week and it it made me realize not only ha- was I mistaken in thinking that this was one of my people, right, um, but it made me reflect on the last several years in that this wasn't, uh, you know, an exception to the rule. This was the rule. This was the pattern that had been set in our relationship. And not only that, but every time we got together, it was almost like I was giving her free coaching all the time, right? Right. Uh, She wanted me to help her, but she didn't want to return that and so you know, I'm not gonna knock her Um, There's nothing wrong with her. That's just where she's at in life And I realized I needed something different and I think that that's really the key point Is that when you're trying to figure out do I do I put my time and effort into this relationship? Do I back off a little bit and give myself some space or do I cut my losses and run the key is really to think about not just what are you getting in return, but what do you want? Right? And, and is it a realistic thing? So I know for this person, it's not realistic to put the time and effort into something that I'm not going to get anything back. There's no return. There's no reward there. And quite frankly, there's no requirement, right? I mean, think about that. With my 12-year-old, there's kind of a requirement that I have that relationship, right? However, if she's, you know, 35 and treating me poorly, breaking the law, um, doing drugs, you know, you name it, now I got to put a boundary down, right? And so if you want to stay with, with whoever this person is in your relationship, that's just fine. However, you need to be intentional about why you're there. Okay? Um, And you just got to remind yourself, I might not be getting anything from this person. Okay? Um, So, for example, there are some people in my family that, um, you know, it's, it's just not the easiest time to have a relationship with everybody in your family, right? Some of you know what I mean probably most of you. And there's certain people that I know that when I'm around them, um, I I probably had this epiphany, I don't know, maybe seven years ago, that I would go back home and I'd be around a family, extended family. And, you know, you want your family to be there for you, right? To encourage you, to support you, to put your needs first, um, to really just want to know about your life right and to pour into you however there are people in my family that I was expecting that from and now I'm at the awareness to understand they can't give that to themselves let alone give it to me so I am literally expecting them to do something that they are unable to and or unwilling to do. And so I had a decision to make. Am I gonna go to these family functions and continue to expect that and get disappointed? Or am I gonna go and remind myself, okay, they just don't get it. And then what? (laughs) What am I supposed to do when I go to those events? And so over the years, I've been able to work with my own coach and really talk through what is my plan when I go to this family function? What do I want to happen? What do I want to see, right? So I, I kind of use it as my, my personal development session. I, I love what one of my mentors, um, Paul Martinelli, he talks about that the people in your life are your current curriculum for growth. I love that. They're your current curriculum for growth. You know, a lot of people are really addicted to, you know, what I call shelf help things. You know, they they uh, buy a book, and uh, a, a self-help book, and then they just put it on the shelf. They don't do a whole lot with it. Or they'll go, you know, buy a ticket to go to an event, uh, conference, that kind of thing. And uh, maybe they have intentions about growing with it, but something might not occur right you think that just because you paid for the ticket you you get the learning well obviously that doesn't happen right however if you were to really look at the people in your life right now and the things that you're struggling with i bet you could fill a whole shelf of books that you could write on how to deal with difficult people couldn't you yeah i know you could i I could and I, don't, I know I don't have uh, more difficult people than anybody else. And so, you know, really looking at that relationship and trying to, to help yourself understand what is the lesson here? What is something that I can become more aware about myself, about this other person, about our relationship? What's the lesson? I find that that is probably the most helpful thing. Uh, besides the just reminding yourself of their lower level of awareness, because it gives you a purpose uh, for working with that person. And then one last thing I want to share with you, and this again comes from my, my mentor, Paul Martinelli. He talks about sacred friends. Now, these aren't friends that are like angels or perfect or, you know, the, the ones that are, are your best friends. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, the people in your life that, again, thinking about that current curriculum for growth, that they're placed in your life so that you can learn a lesson or become more sacred. So, for example, think of one person who just by nature of your relationship, you feel like you're always forgiving. You got that person in mind? So for for me, it's, you know, my husband and my children, right? Or think about the person who tests your patience the most, right? Or the person who does something or says something and you're so confused by it, but it just makes you stop and think and go, what? Right? So it's the very people that have, in in our perception, harmed or hurt us in some way that if we were to stop and pause and really think through where's the lesson in this? What can I learn from this? Um, what does this say about myself? Right. And really wrestle, wrestle and struggle with that, that we become more sacred in that process. I love that. So really it's looking at, all right, you got to ask yourself, what do you want from this relationship? Is this a relationship that is required? Is it high stakes? If so, you'd know you're going to stay. And when you stay, what are you going to do when you're there? Are you going to remind yourself of their lower level of awareness? Uh, Are you going to work on yourself? You're going to try to find the lesson. Like, what's the point of this relationship, right? And if they are not a high stakes relationship, you have to ask, do I want to stay or do I want to go? Either way is just fine. Nobody can tell you one way or the other. This is up to you. If you wanna stay, again, the same process applies. If you want to go, then you determine, is this something where you just kinda phase out over time or you just stop altogether? Again, either way is just fine, but now you have to make a decision what are you going to do now? So for example, with my friend, um, I had to to go through that process in my brain and go, okay, yeah, this is this is not my person. Um, And that's okay. And I had to to honor and respect that I had spent years building this relationship. And also let myself know that, hey, if something were to happen, and she were to reach out to me, you know, I, I would, I would think about it. You know, I wouldn't, necessarily say yes right away but i wouldn't say no either you know i would have a choice um so you have the same choice and if you're gonna go you know you just say all right this this person was my person for a time okay um i really think that the the most difficult thing about this concept or idea that we're talking about today Is the emotional energy attached to this decision and if you take the emotion out of it by reducing any shame or um, any bitterness or uh, any kind of negative emotion that you've attached yourself um, to the situation if you can reduce that the decision will be easier okay I hope this has been helpful. Uh, if you would love to, to kind of chat with me uh, about this, about your person and, and making a decision, I would be glad to do that. You can email me at any time at michelle at growbyone.com. Um, also feel free to, again, check out that previous episode titled Seven Levels of Awareness. I think that's gonna give you some really great insight. All right. Have an amazing day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.